114 of the Geek Generation. 114. We are here for the first time. Yes. From the brand new Geek Gen HQ. Yep. Very exciting. And still alive. And still alive. We made it. Yay. It's very different here, although I tried to match the wall color as much as possible so that we wouldn't feel too too rattled by the move. And we've moved from being deep underground to now being above ground to record. That's true. We've gone Mm. from a cave to a watchtower. Yeah. But we are still in the, the Justice League family. So uh, very excited to be here and back out on my own. Always fun. Hey, speaking of which, I just wanted to say, you yeah. said Justice League. I finally watched Justice League Doom. Yes. And you're right. There is a huge difference between DC animation and Marvel animation. Yeah, the yeah, DC, DC stuff is, is just so good. I, yeah, it was very good. Yeah. It was very entertaining, very fluid. Yep. Yeah, well done. Just Way better. That out there. Way better. Props to them. Yeah. <laughs> you have my approval. Now, if only they could do that on the big screen for live action stuff, too. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. They're like inverse to uh-huh. what they are. So this is our very special Christmas episode, mm-hmm. and uh, we have a lot of Christmas stuff to talk about. But all I want for Christmas is a review in iTunes, really, from everybody that's listening right now. Because if everyone in our actual listener base actually left a review, we might get featured in the iTunes store. So that's that's what I'm asking for for Christmas. It takes like a minute to go into iTunes, write a review, give us a star rating, and you can just get there easily by going to thegeekgeneration.com slash iTunes, or just open up iTunes and look for us in there. Also, uh, before today even started, I already got some Christmas gifts from uh, two of the people in the room, Mike Volpe and Mikey Arsenault. Mm-hmm. Uh, last night, I was at a Christmas party at Volpe's house where we played some Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. I lost, like, literally last <laughs> plays. It was, I think I got the first round and didn't win again after that. And then your fiancé <laughs> won. And then she won. <laughs> directly inverse. But yeah. I've never played with a group that large. We had 11 people playing. We started with 11. Yeah. And then some people left, and yep. it got down to seven or six. Something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, much better, much faster paced. Yeah. When you have too many, it it does become an issue. But there are expansion packs for that I need to get and just yeah. make the game even more uh <laughs> more I thought vulgar. it was fun. It was just uh I just had a handful of really shitty cards at yeah. one point and it just couldn't I don't know, it just didn't work. Yeah. I was just had bad cards. <laughs> but again, we will play that yeah. on the air at some point. Once we get all four of us in here, we'll definitely play a, a game of that. Um so Volpe got me a couple of uh pop Funko heroes to add yeah. to my collection. I got a Wonder Woman. And a green arrow, which goes along with mm-hmm. uh, how Arrow has been really good on TV lately. So that's good. Uh, and then a, a drinking glass for Batman mm-hmm. and for Iron Man. Yep. So thank you very much for those. I thought the Iron Man one was cool because it had the comic book cover yeah. imprinted on it. Yeah, it's very cool. Which was cool. I like it. And I got cool. representations for both companies now. So yep. that's important. Yep. And, <laughs> and you then- notice I also went with the two characters who don't necessarily have superpowers, but are superheroes. Thank you. Because <laughs> there was, was an array of options, and I was like, mm, I gotta say, I actually thought about it. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's how you know you have a geek issue. <laughs> you, you think about how to make it match up. <laughs> how do these glasses go together? Yeah. Hmm. 
Um, and then Mikey got me a whole bevy of stuff, uh, a Batman lanyard for when I go to cons. I can now swap oh, out whatever lanyard cool. they give me and wear my Batman one. Uh, a pin that is the symbol for Gallifrey, which is the Doctor Who Time Lord planet, because I know you're not entirely familiar with that. No. <laughs> <laughs> and because we had an issue at New York this year with the the camera cap disappearing, mm. uh, we thought we had lost it in the arrow panel, actually. Yeah, I dropped it. Dropped uh, it on the floor, yeah. rolled down a couple aisles, and luckily somebody... Was nice enough to uh, find out who it belonged to. So he got me a little tether for the cool. for my camera to keep that on there. Um, in addition to that, he got me season five of Doctor Who on Blu-ray. Nice. Which is awesome. And probably the coolest thing out of all of them. <laughs> uh, I was at Mike's wife's parents' house for Thanksgiving. And I was admiring all of her dad's Star Trek ship ornaments. And one of the ones I was particularly jealous of is he had two versions of the next generation enterprise on the tree and i just want to take one off (laughs) right there i knew i had to track it down because he's going he's got two double d's i'm like all right i'm going home looking for this thing (laughs) so uh, it was a 1993 hallmark ornament that he found on ebay of the uh the the next generation enterprise the ncc 1701d for those in the know and uh, it plugs in and lights up and has blinking lights. And it's amazing. And it's awesome. But speaking of presents, I didn't give you guys your stuff yet, but I do have it here. Oh. So I'll give it to you now. I wasn't sure if we were going to do it on the air. Oh, not, we're doing but, it on the air? Yeah, yeah. Man, he, oh. he's got balls. <laughs> yeah, huh? it better not suck. I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I got stuff for Anna, too. Who so I how do you want to do this? Sorry, we, we all have to kind of move. So, so. Mikey, this is yours. Catch. And Volpe. And based on all this, like, you guys overloaded me this year, and I yeah. feel, like, <laughs> underperforming. No, because I think every other Christmas, you've bought me something, and I go, I didn't get you anything. <laughs> <laughs> so this year, I was just like, I have to buy him stuff to make up for it. And the and sound he wrapped unwrap- well, too. I know. Like, yeah, mine was so badly wrapped. <laughs> but you got angry at me for taking my time unwrapping yeah. it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so squishy. It is squishy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's friggin' awesome. And people can't see it, Mikey. This is based uh, on something Mikey said in a recent episode. Yeah, just the last episode. <laughs> oh, this is cool. So, Mikey, people can't see that. You might need to tell them. <laughs> yeah, this is Look sweet. at it. It's uh, it's an adipose. Yeah. Does it squeak? It's got something in the middle. I think it's just soft. All right, just a little filler. They in there. actually have like we had talked about the adipose that were actually like felt more like one, and they have stress ball ones where it's that texture and it would be like a fatty adipose. That'd be pretty bizarre. Every review <laughs> I've read though says it collects like dust and it's sticky and just gets disgusting. So I went with the plush instead. Yeah, good choice. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> I've got an awesome T-shirt, a Walking Dead T-shirt. I wish awesome. Anna was here to see this. Yeah, <laughs> it's got uh, it says the Walking Dead survivor on it, and it's got like a picture of like a zombie head with a a shotgun and an axe behind it instead of like the skull and crossbone. I like it very cool. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, I did okay. This I year. got my he own did fat, good. Pet. <laughs> <laughs> fat pet. He better be sitting with Sean Astin next time I get over. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> it's a Goonie and a little fat boy. <laughs> Wait, it's a fat boy and a fat boy. A fat boy and a fat boy and Chewbacca. And, oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. I forgot you had that one, too. So I like Merry Christmas, guys. Paper too. Merry Christmas. Uh, oh, yeah, I have DC Comics wrapping yeah. paper. Yeah, I had to. Um, yeah, I mean, we're decorated in here somewhat. I got Rudolph over there and I got Santa Homer on the TV and then my TARDIS lights 
going along the uh, the shelves there. So it's all geeky Christmas stuff in I here. I saw the TARDIS lights. They're smaller than those. They were in uh, Newberry Comics. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they were. Um, I wouldn't want any smaller. I like yeah, the size Yeah, I think they were a little bit smaller. Yeah. They're larger on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> it's very true. Okay, so we haven't done a countdown in a while. But our big focus this episode is to go over the top five Christmas specials of all time. And when we're talking about specials, we're talking about movies. Uh We're talking about episodes of TV shows that are Christmas themed. We're talking about TV specials. Basically, anything that you can view that is Christmas related fits into this category. So we'll start from number five and we'll work back up to one. But we'll go uh, right around. So you want to kick us off with your number five, Volpe? Uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> Jingle All the Way. <laughs> Jingle All the Way. <laughs> yes, starring uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Uh, who else was in it? Uh, Sinbad was yep. in it. Uh, Phil where Hartman. Did he go? Sinbad. Oh, Phil Hartman. Yeah, he's not here. Uh, and uh, Rita Wilson. Yep. Um, it's just a horrible Christmas movie, but I every time it's on, I love watching it. It's horribly it. great. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's, just, it's great. It's Arnold, every movie Arnold Schwarzenegger in is like horribly great, except for like right. T2. They took, yeah. <laughs> and, and they take the idea of like everybody going after that one toy and obviously just Turbo blowing Man. up. Yeah. Yep. It was just, it's just a horribly good movie. Yeah. It was. So I, I don't know. I just enjoy it. It's one of those, if it's on TV, I have to watch it. Or if it's, if it's on like, uh, well, if it's on Netflix or whatever, I just have to watch it. I don't know why I don't own that one yet. That was a great movie. It was. Yeah. It, it's yeah. just so rewatchable. That's it the is. other thing, too. That's it good. Is. Yeah. Like the, when he, just the reindeer or <laughs> when he takes it down. Yeah. Do you remember at the end? I don't know if I, eh, who cares? He just like <laughs> uppercuts the reindeer yeah. and knocks it out. <laughs> it's so great. It is. Watching him in, like lumber around in and, the Turbo Man suit and, and everything. And even beyond him, Phil Hartman was such a great, he was so good at being that like he's the straight sleazy, guy yeah yeah like guy because you know he's just he's going after the wife through the whole movie and it's just so good at it you just hate him yeah but you love him at the same time because it's phil Harmon. yeah yeah number five mikey i would say my number five i think a lot of people might disagree would have to be a, a christmas story yeah yeah i think a lot of people don't like it because they overplay it too much on tv I just don't like it. They don't like it at all? <laughs> I no. don't. I think it's the most overrated Christmas movie. Really? I, I've never made it through it. Wow. I just, I don't know. I don't know if it's because it's old or if it's... Actually, it's not that old. It was actually made in the 80s. Really? But they just made it to look older than it is. Oh. Uh, I don't, maybe, well, yeah, it takes place in an older time. Yep. Which maybe I don't care for, but I don't know. Something about it, I just, it just doesn't, it just doesn't grab me. Really? Yeah. I just like... Just the little things like the regular day to day life things. Yeah. Mm. Um, so many people put it at like the top of their list. I definitely wouldn't put it at the top because they overplay it too much yeah. on TV. You know, it gets the 24 hour runtime on Christmas Day. One more reason to get rid of cable. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I enjoy it. I, like I didn't it. enjoy it as a kid. I, my, my uncle loved it. And every Christmas he would put it on. He'd have to watch it while we were all there. Mm-hmm. And I would hate it because I was like, let's just plug in the xbox or the playstation can't can we just play video right, games they right. anger me but now <laughs> being getting in the way being older and looking back at it, i don't know i guess you can kind of relate to it because we all do that now where we look back and we think oh christmas was so much better when mm. you know i don't know as a kid it's just a different experience it is. i think it i is. just understand the movie more now so yeah. it didn't it didn't make it to my list um, because I figured one of you, well, I knew you wouldn't have yeah. it on it, Rob, but <laughs> I thought you might, I didn't yeah. want to like double up. So I tried to think of other things that were good, but I, I enjoy it. It's, it's definitely in the top 10. Yeah. I think it's one of those movies too, that like the Goonies, I have no nostalgia for because I don't remember watching it as a kid. I don't uh, think I ever did. 
I was busy watching other Christmas stuff mm-hmm. and I never really watched a Christmas story. Um, so it, it has no nostalgia for me. So that doesn't build into my appreciation of it. So I watched it as an adult and I was like, eh. Mm. Yeah, that's where my list comes from. My top five are like the movies I have to watch, make sure I watch up to the lead up to Christmas. Most of mine are, too. They're out of tradition or but I'll I don't know if that's entirely true. A couple of mine are definitely nostalgia. Uh, But my number five is not only nostalgia. It's also because it's just a great movie. And that's Home Alone. Yeah. Yep. Home Alone is a great Christmas movie. And I guess, well. There are things you could put on these lists like Die Hard that are Christmas take place during a Christmas time. And I know Die Hard would be like the top on Anna's list because it's her favorite movie, period, not just Christmas movie. (laughs) But it's not really a Christmas movie like it's not about Christmas. No, but it's set in the Christmas time. So it still qualifies. If you look up Christmas movies, uh, the Gremlins falls into the Christmas category as well. True. Actually, uh, what was it? Twelve Monkeys that actually fell under the Christmas category. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but Home Alone, I don't know. I, I, that does, does just one or one and two. I mean, they're both good, but just if I have to put one on the list, it's the first easily. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think it works so well. Had that movie been set in any other season or holiday, it wouldn't have worked. No, there's something about the Christmas season that just really worked well because snow, I don't know. It just really worked. Yeah. The accident and the tie, the the tie and the desire to be with the rest of his family. Yep. It's just stronger around that time of year. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Difficulty to travel. Yeah. That was one of the big problems getting the mother home in time. I love that movie. So good. Number four. Uh, the animated Grinch movie. Yeah, not the lie. He, I can't stand that they made a live action. Really? Movie. Yeah, I didn't li- I like. I like Jim the live Carrey. action. I but just like the cartoon. The cartoon is phenomenal. Yeah, it really is. I would watch that every it's year. It's not long either, right? It's not even a half. An it's hour. like fifteen minutes or twenty minutes or yeah. something like that. Yeah. It's amazing how much money they get it for. You know? Yeah, I know. For being right? that short, you know, they well, they only put it out during the season. That's why they can get the money. Mm-hmm. It's actually why I haven't. Bought well, yeah, it. I mean, they probably air in a half hour slot, even though it's so short. And have a ton of commercials in it mm-hmm. at this point. And that's, they do. That Every makes a ton of money. five, six minutes, I think there's like a two-minute commercial. Yeah. They really draw it out. They can because it's shorter. But that's one that if it was on TV, or I would I would specifically, when I had cable, look for it in the guide. Try to find when it was going to play to make sure that I could watch it. And it's not one. I DVR'd it one year mm-hmm. and didn't watch it. Because really? it was just something about knowing that it was there waiting for me that I couldn't do it. Hmm. I had to. Wa- I need to watch it live on TV, not even live, but when it airs. Right, right. There is a certain desire because even that. though there's commercials, I don't know. I can sit through them. Yeah, there's just something else about watching it on TV. Yep, I get it. Mm. I get it. I number four is actually the Grinch, Jim Carrey's version. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> funny. Um, and I think it's <clears throat> because I did like the Grinch animated when I was a kid, <clears throat> and to me, it's kind of like the next step. It's an entire movie. It's got a little bit more depth into it. Yeah. If you can have more depth into it. And I'm not saying it's bad. <laughs> I just preferred the cartoon because I thought he looked amazing. Like to bring the character to life, they, they couldn't really have picked did, a better yeah. guy and the makeup was amazing. Yep. Mm. I, I, I really like the live action ones. I mean, I love the the cartoon. Mm. I love the live action. It's awesome. And I, I it's always worth bringing up who Cindy Lou Who has grown up to be. Are you uh, familiar? No. No? Oh, I, I had done a post, I think, like a couple of years ago, actually, on the site. Um, her name's Taylor Momsen. She she grew up to be on Gossip Girl, and she also has like a a metal band called The Pretty Reckless, and she's all like goth out. If you and Google everything, her, the first thing that comes up is Taylor Momsen drugs. Like, is uh-oh. it? Oh, jeez. 
Usually when you do a Google image search, you can oh, find. Oh, wow. Do you see the Im- look, look at her, Mikey. If there's a comparison image on Google images, it's wow. an image that I put up. And it's, it's the one from the Geek Generation. D- no, do you, this one? Uh, no, it, do a Google pops, image search and oh, look Google for. Image. Because this one, her eyes are all dark now. It could be for the band thing. Search, but she looks- search Taylor Momsen and Cindy Lou Who. And my image will definitely come up. Really? It's a side by side. Yeah. But she's she's all gothic now. That's funny because in the live action movie, she's so like kind of wholesome and innocent. Oh, it's you ridiculous. Know? Wow. Yeah. She, yeah, she really grew up. Um, yeah. She was born in 93. Yeah. Only, yeah. Wow. It's almost like she went opposite of what her Cindy Lou Who character was like that child actor that just had to break out and be totally different than what she was known for. But yeah, the movie. <laughs> yeah. Back to the movie. Uh, yeah. Um, I just liked how they, I don't know, the scenery, really. Mm. It, it really, I think, it captured the uh, the uh, illustrated movie really, really it's well. It's not easy to do. Yeah. Dr. Seuss is a very, very artistically aesthetic specific thing. And to make that even look like it belongs in real life is really hard. Mm-hmm. No, they did an awesome job with that. Yep. My number four is the first Christmas-themed TV episode that any of us has said so far, and that is South Park's first Christmas episode of Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh. I actually totally <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah. You know, it didn't even enter my mind. I uh, love that episode for various reasons, one of which, I mean, Mr. Hanky is a great character that's recurred over years on the show. Um, I have the Mr. Hanky South Park Christmas album that one of my friends bought me one year, and it's hilarious. And uh, that was for a little South Park trivia. That was the very first episode that Kenny did not die in. <laughs> he actually made it through the whole thing when it said, like, Merry Christmas in the end. Yeah. At the end of the episode, he, like, goes, woohoo, and cheers. <laughs> so, little uh, South Park trivia. Number threes? Uh, mine is a TV episode. It's the Married with Children Christmas episode. I think it's from season four. It's called A Bundiful Life. I'm not super familiar mm-hmm. with it. Um, Al finally has money to buy the gifts that his kids and his wife want like he has a surplus of money um and he ends up losing the money so he tries to open up like a daycare within his shoe shoe store yeah to make some money and it just goes horribly wrong he comes home with no gifts for the family they're all like angry at him they don't even they're not even sympathetic like they hate him for it he goes out to plug in the lights gets electrocuted and dies (laughs) and they bring in comedian uh sam kennison yeah as his like angel and one of the greatest lines in it is uh, the angel comes down and it's now going to spoof on like it's a, a wonderful, wonderful life. life. Yeah. And he says to him, he goes, now imagine Sam Kennison's voice. He says, I'm sorry, Bundy. I failed you. I was sent down to earth to show you a reason why you should live. But I can't think of one da- damn reason. <laughs> and it's, just, it, it's just great because he gets no respect through the whole episode. Through the it's whole just, show. The whole show. He just gets no respect. And uh, so they go through the whole you know thing where he gets to see what would have happened had he had what the family's life would have been like without him. And yeah, it turns out that it's just fantastic without him. And, <laughs> um, but it, it ends on a good note because. What I liked about the character so much was no matter how much he like would bitch and complain about his family mm-hmm. and he can't wait to die and like why is he being punished by God and yeah um he'll like stand up and fight for them like literally would fight yeah, in some episodes and it just it ended well and uh it's just a really funny episode because Sam Kennison was in it yeah um, it's just I laughed through the whole episode so like if that one was on I'll watch it or I have the DVD so I'll pop that one in and watch just that episode every now and then it's hmm. really good cool yeah. Mikey, number four? Three. Oh, three. Whatever. I I can almost count. (laughs) Yeah, my number three 
is uh, the Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, yeah. And I just like that because, I don't know, it just reminds me, like, back when I was a kid. It's a happier time. Happier times, you know, when you're on school break, you yep. got the week and a half, two weeks off, whatever you got. You know, just, I don't know. <laughs> well, even just, watching the the Muppets, like the newer Muppets movie that mm-hmm. they made that captured the tone, it's like a transporter back to being a kid, even though it was a new movie. There's something about the Muppets. Yep. That's just like brings out the kid in you again. Yeah. And I don't know. I think the way they, they portrayed that story, I don't know, like the new Jim Carrey one, you know, A Christmas Carol mm-hmm. or basically the same story. Yeah. It, I don't know. It was kind of depressing at points. Yeah. And obviously, you can't do that with the Muppets. Right, right. So, well, yeah, the Muppets are about, like, pure joy and happiness. Yeah, like. exactly. <laughs> so you get the same story. I mean, you do get some, you get a feeling of lows, you know. Sure. But I liked it. I liked it that way. Yeah. No, that's a great movie. Yep. Most of the Muppets stuff is awesome. Mm-hmm. My number three is, uh, again, part nostalgia, but it's awesome. I actually, there are not too many Christmas movies I own, but I made sure to own this one. And that's Scrooged. Yeah, Bill Murray. Yeah, the um, Bill Murray. Oh I've my seen goodness. that a few times. Bobcat Goldthwait and then the uh, as like the disgruntled office oh, guy. God. Yeah, I forgot about Bobcat. <laughs> and it, he's so like <laughs> clean shaven looking and everything. That's so strange to see him uh, after the police academy thing yep. as like being like. <laughs> and he's like the office guy all of a sudden. It's it's awesome. Like it was dark. It was creepy. Oh yeah, that skeleton growing up when I was a kid that used to freak me yeah. out every time it would come on. And Bill Murray's just so amazingly good in it. And it ends with the the song like singing on the Christmas Carol type set, and they're doing the song like "Put a Little Love in Your Heart." And it's like, ah, I don't know. I like it, man. I still have the song on my Christmas list, like uh, playlist. I love it. Scrooge did. Have great. you seen the? Uh, I forget what magazine it was, but they have a new. Uh, had a cover with Bill Murray on it. He looks really good now. Oh, really? Yeah, it looks real good. Hmm. I wish I could remember what it was for. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the store the other day, and at the same time, they had this. Uh, uh, what was it? It was a zombie magazine. Yeah, but it was a, it was a, like a gun gun magazine. Oh, okay. And it was just called like Zombie on the front. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna buy it, but it was like eleven ninety nine for a magazine. That's ridiculous. Wow. <laughs> but it was zombies, so I wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> and guns. And guns. guns yeah. And- Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Bill Murray was next to it. Yeah. I think that was, that's worth 11. Bill Murray. Yeah. Guns <laughs> and zombies. You spend 11, 12, 13 bucks on that. Number two, Volpe? Uh, number two uh, is The Year Without a Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. The, uh, it's 1974 stop motion animated. My favorite part of the whole movie is is Heat Miser and Cold Miser. Yep. Just the mm-hmm. song and like everybody can sing along with those. It's, Have you heard like song. good covers of those songs? No, I got some stuff to play you then. Oh, really? Because there's there's a band called Thousand Foot Crutch, and I'm they do a they version are. of Heat Miser. Really? That's amazing. Oh, well, I got to hear that. And there's also um, what is it? The one of those like swing swing bands. I forget which one is yeah. the really popular one. Uh, they did. They do both in the same. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, like one of those orchestra swing bands. I, I did like right on the tip of my tongue. I listened to it on the way to your house last night, and oh. I can't even remember <laughs> what it is. Brian Setzer Orchestra. Oh, I'm going to listen is. to it. Yeah, that's they do. Cool. They do both. Uh, he miser and Cold Miser in the same song. With Cold Miser immediately now think of Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze <laughs> singing it in like his little hideout. It just everything turns to snow in my clutch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love all those stop motion uh, Christmas oh, movies. Oh, they're so yeah. good. You know, yeah. Rudolph, uh, Abominable Snowman. Yep. I actually want to pick up. They sell it as an entire set. All those. Oh, all yeah. Those oh. Movies. I want to buy them just so, so I can have them when I have kids. Sure. You know, absolutely. Number two. Oh, my turn? Yeah. <laughs> my number two would be Home Alone 2. 
Oh, yeah? I actually think that is a sequel that is better than the original. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Lost in New York, right? Lost in New York, yep. yep. And I liked it because they filmed it, I forget, I don't remember if they came out like back to back, you know. They were fairly close. They were close enough where it wasn't like this crazy age gap where mm-hmm. Macaulay Culkin, you know, has a beard or something. Right. You know, so I, I really like that. looks like a meth addict like yeah, he does now. Oh, he looks so bad. <laughs> yeah. Man. He really does. I know he was and, with Mila Kunis for eight years. I know. I don't I don't get it. I really thought he was going to go somewhere. Yep. Um, I forget what yeah, other he, movies. Yeah, he did. <laughs> well, yeah. His star shot Nowhere up too, too high too fast, yeah. probably. Maybe that was it. He but, only did. I mean, I can only think of three movies. Home Alone, Home Alone 2, and Uncle Buck. What else? Uh, what my, else girl. He was my, in girl. my girl. My girl. Yeah. Oh yeah. My girl was actually really good. Didn't he die from bees? Or yeah. Something like that? It ends horribly. Yeah. <laughs> well, that but, was that was even like halfway through or something. Yeah. Yeah. But I think another reason why I'm really drawn to like Home Alone one, Home Alone two is one of the very few movies I saw with my dad. He's not much of a movie goer. Oh no. But we went and saw those together. So again, another feel good thing Some for the family holidays. nostalgia. Show. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Yep. My number two is a TV special, not an episode, but a special. I was a huge, huge, huge fan growing up of the Garfield comic books mm. and the Garfield Christmas special. The Garfield Christmas is just fantastic. I love every single little thing about it. I have the book form of it. Um, I mean, I love the character to the point where I named my cat Garfield. It didn't matter that she was a girl. <laughs> Her name had to be Garfield. Uh, and... My brother, between me and my brother, we had every single issue at that point of Garfield books, the entire collection. There was like 34 or 35 of them. Wow. We had them all. We were just obsessed for a long time. Uh, but I love the character of Garfield. And uh, the the special is like, uh, the, I don't know, it's like one of those things that you're almost teary watching, like that kind of nostalgia. I love it. Mm. And the songs and everything. And it's like one of the one times Garfield's actually nice to Odie, too. <laughs> it didn't happen often. He makes him the back scratcher. I love that part. It's awesome. Number one. Number one. We watched this at my Christmas party. Well, we tried to watch it, but yeah. there was too much noise from all the people who I didn't even know in. in my house. Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas. Oh, Christmas that was, vacation. Yeah, that's, that's right. I'll say it right now. My That's my number one as well. Oh, it? Yeah. It's just... <laughs> I don't know. Not just no specific reason other than it's just funny. It's oh, just yeah. a great movie. We I were mean, still cracking up like oh, yeah. crazy last night, and oh, yeah. I've seen it so many times. You know it doesn't even coming. matter. Yeah. yeah, but it's something you only watch once a year. So yeah, yeah. Although we were critiquing it too, like why? What? That's not doesn't when make sense. Yeah, trapped in the attic. That doesn't. It's not possible. No, right. That's what that's we were what thinking. It's not possible. <laughs> but I just thought it, what made me laugh is that he did not try to get out. Like, he accepted the fact that he fell through the ceiling. Like, his feet are hanging through. Yep. Then he gets out. And rather than trying to get out, he just grabs clothes, yeah. puts yeah. them on. And he just, has a hole that yeah, he made already. Like he, he could get out. He, he knows, like, right back to Al Bundy, and same kind of character in that he knows that life is just going to shit on him every time. <laughs> yep. And he just smiles, accepts it, and just sits there and waits. And I just think that's so funny. There's something so much more lovable about Clark Griswold than Al Bundy, yeah. though. Right. That like Al Bundy just feels dark and dreary and mm. Griswold feels more happy. Like he takes everything with a smile. Yeah. So it really shows how like attitude changes mm. everything that's thrown at you. Just like looking at those two characters. Wow, I'm gonna write a paper on that or something. Yeah. <laughs> he just he made the best of the situation yeah. and watched old movies. He's crying like Yep. Yeah, that was definitely the best of his national lampoons. Oh god, yeah. Like vacation was good, European vacation was good. Uh, Vegas Vacation, surprisingly, wasn't bad. Yeah, it was I all right. I enjoyed Vegas. It was all right. Christmas Vacation, though, is 
absolutely. And it's probably phenomenal. the best National Lampoon movie. Yeah. Period. Well, I mean, it's timeless. There's nothing they didn't really point to anything that mm-hmm. you know pinpoints a, a time, an era, anything like that. So that's why I think it's great. Yeah. <laughs> and then we were laughing when the he talks to the boss, the yeah. owner of the company, and he doesn't know his name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then like as they're all walking by, he's like, "Merry Christmas, Bill. Merry Christmas to you." Yeah. <laughs> he's like screw you like, yeah kiss it kiss my ass kiss all, his all, ass all the guys that are walking by all the employees yeah <laughs> so good because uh, like we all want to do that yeah. you know oh uh, it's great i just saw and we saw he had the uh the tasmanian devil yeah mug, and we were just like yep that's us <laughs> yep. still rocking it like a kid that's your number one too so yeah, that's my uh, number one i always loved chevy chase though i mean i loved him in like spies like us yep. uh three amigos yep all all the national he's a legend like i said yeah my number one is one i know volpe doesn't care for uh and that's elf which mm-hmm. i know is weird that it's modern it's a lot more modern than a lot of the other things that people would put up on the top of their lists but elf is one of those movies that i have to watch i watch it every christmas eve i have to at this point it's so good it's so rewatchable um, Will Ferrell's awesome in it. John Farrow did an amazing job directing it. James Caan in a role that you would never think James Caan would be in. And it's, I don't know, like I get teary watching Elf every time I watch it. The, the part where they're all singing in the, in the park and the, the sled, like at the last second goes, I don't know, it fucking gets me every time, man. I'm not, I'm not even joking. It's, it kills me and I get teary no matter what. It's just something I love the whole, the whole sense of like Christmas magic. And that movie just captures it the most for me. I mean, it's literally they're powering the sled with Christmas magic. And that's awesome. I would have put that on my list, but I made the mistake back in 06 when I was teaching fifth and sixth grade. Oh, I was going to treat everybody to a Christmas movie of their choice. So I brought in over and over. I brought in a bunch of movies and I just kept watching the first 45 minutes of Elf. Yep. For like a week. Yep. And I wouldn't say it ruined it for me, but it definitely it dropped it off my list for sure. That's understandable. If you watch something like we said, A Christmas Story, it it lowers it if you watch it a little Uh bit too much. Yeah, I mean, I watch Elf once a year. That's all I need. Perfect. It is (laughs) funny. It is so funny. Like, I I love the point where they're uh, singing in the ladies' room. Yep. You know, while she's taking a shower. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Don't look at me. (laughs) Get out. Freaks (laughs) out. And that was the the first time I ever saw Zoe Deschanel. Yeah. And she's never looked better since then. I don't think. I don't know. <laughs> she looked great in that movie. Yeah. Uh, so that's our list. I have, though, in addition to all the things we went over, I have just a list of stuff that's worth talking about that are Christmas specials and things out there. And if I miss something you guys mm-hmm. want to mention, feel free to throw it in. Uh, there are two great episodes of Doctor Who because there's a Christmas special for Doctor Who every year. And now that you're a Whovian. Yeah. I, I think this will be a new tradition for you. Whovian. Oh, yeah. Well, Whovian. We're a thing, man. <laughs> um, Voyage of the Damned was a great one that you probably saw already. The yeah, one with the Kylie Titanic. Minogue in the Titanic. Yeah, she was and there, the way nice. It, <laughs> the way it ends and everything is like, boom. Yeah. It hits you. And I thought for sure she was going to be the next companion. Yeah. She would have been the absolute perfect companion. And I think that's what people would have wanted, but then she's someone of a very high stature in the UK, so... Getting her on a regular show like that's not yeah. easy, but yeah, she was great in it. That is, I love. Uh, I've played it before an episode before. There's the whole part where someone's like, "Oh, are you sure about this?" He's like, "I'm the doctor. I'm 200 years old." And he goes like, "This whole is like, <laughs> yeah, 
I know. <laughs> it's like it's just something so matter of fact. And I love that little speech that's in it. It's so great. Um, another one was the Doctor Who Christmas Carol, which is a Matt Smith one, which you probably just, just saw that. Did one. you just see? OK, I saw that one. Uh, that one's really well done, too. Yeah. It's kind of like weird as far as the concept goes where there's like fish. invisible fish orbiting well, the planet. Well, no, they're not invisible. <laughs> it's just the fish can swim in the clouds. Right. Right. Know? And then that's like put into a christmas movie <laughs> yeah it, it's a very like they doctor who it it's really uh, yeah. strange and really but it, creepy it, it worked it really worked well I yeah thought. yeah and actually last year's was a take on uh a lion the witch in the wardrobe i haven't watched it so yet because i'm trying it. to watch in the series you know? oh yeah you should wait yeah. yeah absolutely um but you'll probably get to it by around christmas know, time I'm cranking them out <laughs> you're on a roll uh i have muppet family christmas which is different than christmas carol the Muppet Family Christmas was the one that involved oh. the Sesame Street characters and the yeah, Fraggles okay. and everything. To see all those Henson worlds collide like mm-hmm. we never really had before was a big deal. Yeah. Like a really big deal. What is it? Speaking of Jim Henson, what is your thought on like Labyrinth? I like it. And uh, the Dark Crystal. I, I like them. I don't remember Dark Crystal that much. Uh, do I. But Labyrinth is really good. I thought so, too. Labyrinth's a great movie. Yep. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people don't like it. Really? Yeah. Oh, I yeah, found Labyrinth. that Dark Crystal is more that, of the Is that the one that one. had uh, uh, David, David Bowie, Bowie and Jennifer like, Connelly? Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. No, Labyrinth's great. Okay. Yeah. But Muppet Family Christmas, there's so many great songs in it. And like, oh, it's, it's awesome. And again, it's the nostalgia of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. You kind yeah, of have course. to mention. Kind of have to. I'm surprised that wasn't on anybody's list. It's great. And oddly enough, uh, they talked about this. Tom Kenny was recently on the Nerdist podcast mm-hmm. and they were talking about Charlie Brown Christmas and how it, existential it is. And, uh, like even the song when they'll, they're, uh, like humming that last song when they're all on the stage and everything, mm-hmm. the music is like a downbeat. And even though the message is really nice, it's kind of depressing at the same time. Mm-hmm. So while I like it, there's something sad about it. But I guess what they're they looked at it and analyzed it as a sense of like it's when you're like you don't see that when you're a kid. But when you're getting older, it's like holding on to the Christmas stuff and knowing that it'll never be like it used to be when you were a kid. And there's a whole other weird level going on. That's mm. like, whoa, that was deep. I mean, the peanuts. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I mean, we talked about it already a little bit, but all those stop motion ones are amazing. Home Improvement. We were talking about a little bit last night, Volpe. Mm hmm. The, I always love the home improvement Christmas episodes because they involve Tim doing those crazy light displays competing with his neighbors. And it was always just a huge debacle. Mm-hmm. And that was always hilarious. I don't know if you guys know this movie. It came out in 1984. The night they saved Christmas. Doesn't sound familiar. No. no? Okay. It, well, you should watch it at some point. I mean, it's, it's a little dated. It's a little old. The technology is a little weird, but it's something I used to watch like every year when I was little. So this is, this is a total nostalgia one. For me, and it def- it's about like there's a I think that's people drilling for oil or something and they're going to blow up, uh, like do a dynamite explosion mm-hmm. somewhere up near the North Pole. And then they discover that Santa's real and his uh, <laughs> his workshops there and everything. And it's actually like really serious. It's not goofy or anything. So as if Santa was like a real person, these are his elves and it's yep. crazy. But it's there's something really cool about it. I don't know. You said Tim Allen. Nobody mentioned the Santa Claus. Oh my god, I love that movie. The first one is fantastic it is. because it, really it was kind of like a fresh take on the whole Santa. Yep. The idea that anybody could become Santa, yeah. that it's not the same guy. It's like James uh, Bond. And not only that, but it's got <laughs> Tim Allen's, you know, he just oh, 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 and, and, you at know. the height of his career, too. Yeah, it was a, it was a really good. That's awesome. The second one wasn't bad either. 
Nope, the but second I never one wasn't saw the bad. third. The third yeah, one has uh, Martin, Martin Short, Short. Martin Short as like Jack Frost. Frost. Yeah. yeah, it was. You know, it lost its magic. Yeah, I really. Yeah, did. the first one's really. The good. second one I thought was okay, but the first one just holds up. Yeah. so well. Yeah, because there. See, that's a movie where there's a gap between filming them. Absolutely, and you see it more than anything else in the sun. Mm-hmm. From between the first Santa Claus and the second one. He went through puberty. So you, he really did. Like, you went from being a little boy to now he's a teenager. Tim Allen? No, no, his son. <laughs> oh, his son, not say. Tim Allen. Like, what are you talking about? No, no, the son. Oh. Uh, and then the third one, it's just, yeah, it's too far. <laughs> too far removed. Gotcha. Uh, He-Man and She-Ra, a Christmas special. That's on Netflix. <laughs> it's on my Insta queue. It's almost was- unwatchable, but it's worth it just because it's funny just to see He-Man and She-Ra again. Mm. I loved... Beavis and Butthead do Christmas. I don't think I saw that. I don't think Are I've you seen can? it either. Oh, my God. It's so I, good. I watched them do America, but I don't yeah. think I saw them do Beavis Christmas. Beavis and Butthead do Christmas is like three shorter uh, stories like they would normally do, but they have the music videos interspersed mm-hmm. throughout. But they have like a version of It's a Wonderful Life. And it's, again, kind of like Married with Children mm-hmm. where he's like, it's better without them type thing. Yeah. Everyone has better lives and they're just horrible. Uh, but they do instead of... The music videos in between, they have Santa Butthead, and then Beavis is dressed up as Rudolph, <laughs> and they read Christmas letters from fans. It's hilarious. What about uh, Bad Santa, which is just like a horrible take on I Christmas? I honestly didn't care much for no, it. No, I enjoyed it. I just thought it was so outrageous and raunchy. The only thing I just, liked about it is that my wife was in it. I was going to go there. Who? <laughs> Who's your wife? Lauren Gilmore, the person. Yeah. Uh, Lauren, uh, Lauren Graham from, from the from Gilmore, Gilmore Girls. Girls. Oh, okay. She did yeah. look fantastic in that movie. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> How about the uh, Star Trek The Next Generation Christmas special? Yeah. That was very good. Yeah. I'm actually surprised I didn't say that on my list. It's Yeah, it's, it's good. Yep. It's very good. Uh, speaking of Christmas themed stuff tv batman the animated series had an episode called holiday nights Hmm. that is again a bunch of like little stories one of which is the better story of the three probably is one in which poison ivy and harley kidnap bruce wayne and they like hypnotize him and end up taking him on a shopping spree and just use all his money to like buy themselves things so he's like under ivy's influence of whatever hypnotic like plant toxin she has at the given time and uh eventually obviously he comes out of the trance eventually and does the whole batman thing and uh there's another story where batgirl is tracking down uh, a little girl that seems to be like an orphan girl that's lost mm. and she ends up and the girl's like drawn to something and she keeps running away and uh batgirl saves her from all these dangers and then eventually it turns out the girl's not even a real person it was a part of clayface that had split off and then, like, became kind of sentient until Clayface absorbs. So he, like, absorbs the girl back in, thus killing her. And Batgirl gets, like, wicked pissed. And it, I don't know. It's awesome. So that's a really good episode. Then there's a Justice League one called Comfort and Joy that has a bunch of, like, little segmented pieces, too. Mm-hmm. But one of the best uh, segments of that one, there's one where, like, Green Lantern and uh, Hawk Girl get in a fight. And uh, she, Hawk Girl takes Green Lantern to some outer space bar. And they end up having a huge bar fight and just like throw down because that's huh. how Thanagarians like to celebrate the holidays because they love fighting so much. They're a warrior race. So they're like, kind of like Klingons in a way. <laughs> There's one where Martian Manhunter goes home with Clark to his parents' house in Kansas. Mm-hmm. 
and he ends up like taking human form and everything, even though his parents know what's going on and all that stuff. Cause he, and he's never like, he doesn't understand Christmas. So they have to teach him about Christmas and everything, which is kind of cool. And then the other one is flash trying to get, uh, almost like a turbo man jingle all the way type yeah. thing where there's a, there's a, a duck toy <sighs> that these kids want. So flash gets it from Japan, like the last one and runs it back to the orphanage. But on the way, he runs into um, Ultra Humanoid, which is like a big Gorilla Grodd, like super smart ape villain. And um, in the fight between them, the duck ends up breaking Mm -hmm. and Humanoid gets like so touched by what Flash was trying to do because he's one of those villains that's like on the cusp. He's not really evil. He's kind of in the gray area. Yeah, he just thinks he's smarter than everybody and the world should be his way because he's smarter and et cetera. But he's touched by what happens. So he actually he fixes it and enhances it. So it's even better. And Flash runs it back to the orphanage. So the kids have like mm. a super souped up one, which is kind of cool. Yep. Any others before I keep going? I got like a list here. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. No, but I got a game for us. Oh, yeah. But when you're ready, you might want to queue up top three uh, sound effect. Oh, we'll, we'll get to it. Okay. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll run through oh, this I, and then we'll right. do some top three. I was thinking maybe you already had that on there. Uh, no, I don't. No, I don't. Right. But okay. Okay. Interesting. Uh, we said How the Grinch Stole Christmas already. Pretty much all the Animaniacs Christmas stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all awesome. I haven't watched them in a long time. Yeah. Wow. I love that show. Yeah. I have a couple seasons uh, on DVD. I love it. Uh, the Big Bang Theory, the bath item gift hypothesis episode. It was their first Christmas episode. And it has one of my favorite moments from a Christmas thing, period. Like hands down from any movie, from any show. Yeah. There's a part where for people, I assume most people that listen are familiar with the Big Bang Theory, at least a little bit. But there's a part where Sheldon. He's he doesn't like Christmas or for to know that people are getting him things for Christmas because he feels the obligation to match it on a financial level. Uh-huh. And he's Penny, the neighbor, tells him that she's going to get him a present. So he doesn't know what to do. So he goes and buys a whole bunch of gift baskets of varying values <laughs> so he can give her one that's appropriate and then just get rid of the rest afterwards. Yeah. And uh, she comes in and gives him a napkin. That's signed by Leonard Nimoy. And uh, so he's like, he's freaking out about the fact that Spock signed a napkin because yeah. he's obsessed with Spock. <laughs> and then she says that he used it. And he's like, you're telling me you gave me the DNA of <laughs> Leonard Nimoy? And he freaks out, freaks out. He's like, I have to, I'll be right back. He runs in the room. He comes out with all the gift baskets, <laughs> dumps them all on her. And she's like, what is going on? He's like, it's not enough. It's not enough. And gives her like this awkward hug because he's just so not like emotional or human or anything. And it's just I love that. That sequence. It's just awesome. Wow. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and the last thing I have on this list is a movie. Another Henson one, actually, that doesn't fit into the uh, any of the other criteria because it's completely unique. Yeah. Called The Christmas Toy. From 1986. Sounds familiar. It's about uh, a, a stuffed tiger named... It's, is it Frisbee or something like that? Uh, rugby. Rugby is the name of the tiger. Stuffed tiger. And the whole premise... And when you hear the premise, you go, oh my god, it's Toy Story before Toy Story. So like all the stuffed animals uh. come to life when there are no people around. And Rugby's the favorite Christmas toy. Yeah just like Woody was in Toy Story. Then uh, another toy shows up, this like almost evil Barbie-looking thing mm-hmm. called Meteora, which is definitely like yeah. the Buzz Lightyear. And they start competing for attention mm-hmm. type idea. She doesn't. She's not aware of the fact that she's a toy like Buzz Lightyear. It's so similar. It's right. all, like I never even thought about it until I started 
looking back at this list, how much like Toy Story it is. The only one thing that's crazy with this movie and was super creepy to me as a kid even and still is, is they had like a death aspect to it. If the toys were caught out of position by somebody, uh-huh. they would freeze in place forever and never come back to life. Oh, wow. I might Interesting. Have to check this out. Yeah. I actually have it. So I could, I could show it to you, but mm. it's, it's pretty crazy. I mean, it's so much like Toy Story. It's, that's insane. an interesting aspect that they didn't put in Toy Story that I thought would have been really, but it's, it's like that's almost really too cool creepy twi- though. Yeah. They, they're that, like, they're that afraid of being caught out of position that, cause mm-hmm. they'll die. Well, there's a lot of death in the Jim Hansen. I like, know, right? There's some darker stuff in yeah, his Exactly. Things. Labyrinth, if they didn't get out in, I forget how much time, because he ended up changing it. You yeah. know, the baby would be there forever and get turned into a goblin. Yeah, all those things that are yeah. like infinite that, yep. and like almost purgatories. Yeah, yep. it is super creepy. Any others you want to mention before we uh, hit Volpe's? I don't remember too impromptu. much, but there was a 1985 uh, Santa Claus. Oh, yeah, just it, called Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Yeah. I can't really re- I remember enjoying it as a kid, but I don't really remember the premise now. I remember. Uh, I don't too much either. There was an evil uh, toy manufacturer yep. trying to take over. Basically Christmas. And there was something up with the candy canes. Is that the one called Santa Claus the movie? I think there is one called Santa Claus the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. All right. I just I know it's Santa Claus. And nobody mentioned Miracle on 34th Street either, which. I always pass that. Yeah. By. Yeah, it's pass, dull. Uh, yeah. It's dull. Any of those, that whole series. Of or like It's that, a Wonderful or, Life. No yeah, one really mentioned no, it. I know. I'm really, not big on it. Not big. I think oh, that no. was our parents. I think our yeah. parents were the ones who really enjoyed that. How about Four Christmases? I actually haven't seen it, but I hear it's fantastic. Don't know that one so much. I don't know. Heather had me watch some chick flick that was uh, Christmas related. I can't think of what. uh, Who was in it? I think Reese Weatherspoon was she. Yeah, that's Four Christmases. Oh, it is. Maybe I did watch it. I don't know. I I fell asleep during. I was. I sat there just to make her happy. I haven't (laughs) seen it, but I think what it is is like, you know, with uh, both of the people that are dating or married. I don't remember. I think each family had been split, so they had four different Christmases yeah. to go to because there's four families. And actually, uh, what is it? Love Actually is a really good Christmas movie that's kind of chick flicky, but it's just a really, really well. It was one of those first movies that did the ensemble thing of like having all these stories that intertwine at the end, but they did it really well. And then all the other movies tried to do that and mm-hmm. it just didn't work. But Love Actually is really good. Has there been a horror Christmas movie? Yet? Um, Yeah, there's. Definitely. There's like Jack Frost yeah. or something. There's there is one called Jack Frost where he's like a snowman. The snowman's that kills got a people. really evil face. And Shannon Elizabeth was in it. She gets killed oh, by really? him. Yeah, yeah. Huh. There's and a then, few. Yeah, yeah. There's really? like Santa Claus where it's C L A W S and yeah. My uh, my younger cousin when we were growing up was afraid of Santa Claus for that reason. Oh yeah. She thought Santa oh. had claws. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Santa is Freddy. <laughs> so you want to do this top three? Top three. All righty, here we go. Three, two, one. All right. Now we're going to start. We're going to have to go back into our minds for a moment and really think back over all of our Christmases. Oh, no. And all of the gifts we've ever gotten. Oh, no. What are your top three in order? Top. You can't do top yes, three. No, top three order. is never in order. Oh, come on. It's going to be hard never? enough just to come up with the three. I don't know. Not for me. Oh, jeez. <laughs> all right, fine. Top three favorite like Christmas gifts. Gifts of all oh time. Oh, God. And it may not, it could just be, and that gift, it couldn't have, may not be just that item, but maybe it was like just the, the, 
the feeling that surrounded the whole well, situation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's how happy you are to get something. Yep. God. I've got I, two already. I think I think <laughs> two is easy, right? It's that third one. You're like, oh, man. yeah. I think I have two. The third, though, yeah, is it's hard because it's so long. Well, ago. I'll just start. Yeah. All right, go ahead. All right, so first one that came to mind, uh, I can put them in order. Third one, I just started collecting all wrestling action figures, yep. and I really just wanted them. And I remember there was a Christmas where I just it seemed like there was like an excess amount of gifts for me, and it turned out that my mom and dad went out and bought like. Every single wrestling action figure. Like, that's all I got. Yeah. Was just like, I opened it and it was just like The Rock. I opened another one. It's Triple H and it's Shawn Michaels. And like, every single one was more and more and more. And then the biggest box in the back when I opened it was one of the rings with like the cage. Nice. And I was just like, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I was like, 14. I love the, the buildup. <laughs> the buildup stuff yes. is great. And, yeah. And my parents were very good at doing, like, lining out the gifts in such a way that it built. Yeah. And Mine I, I kind of caught on to that because now I can do it too. Yep. Um, the second one, my cousin had gotten an N64 and I really wanted one. And I had N64! Well, I, I had my Nintendo and like I just wanted it and really, really, really wanted it. Yeah. And uh, I got through that Christmas. I opened up all the gifts. So you're going to see that this is going to happen again where I get through all the gifts and it wasn't there. And I was just kind of like, I was happy with what I got, but yeah. I was just kind of like, oh. My sister opens her gifts. My parents open theirs. And they go, oh, there's, there's one, one more, more gift behind the, the couch for you. <laughs> and they slide. And I knew right away. And I opened it. I was yeah. just like so happy because, you know, attached to it was like a, a wrestling game. And like Donkey Kong 64 was part of it. So it was just like one of those exciting moments. And then the last one, uh, there was a Christmas where I had been be- – friends of mine had like dirt bikes. And I really wanted like something motorized. Yep. And – uh my my parents like I, I noticed that Christmas like I had not too many gifts like there were <laughs> so, like it just didn't seem like there was many as usual and I open all the gifts and I'm sitting there and and my sister opens hers and uh, my parents open theirs and like we went on like we we were hanging out like playing with our toys and my mom goes uh, Michael can you go out we had a freezer out in the garage can you go out and get uh bagels out of the freezer and i'm just like oh, do i have to and she's like i was like why can't you <laughs> like she's like no i just need you to do it and i was just like oh and i huff and puff i open the garage door yeah and there's a uh a really really big go-kart sitting nice. where my dad's car should have nice. been with a giant bow on it that's awesome and i like freaked out and this go-kart i mean i ran this thing into the ground <laughs> like i you i that i must have had it for a good six or seven years and like this thing had like off-roading tires on it so it was perfect for where i live yeah just riding it around i just did circles around my house over and over in the snow on ice it didn't matter where what the <laughs> terrain was like it was just one of those moments where it's like i can still just remember opening the door and like yep. seeing it and just was especially when so you were like <laughs> well yeah it was a little <laughs> bit like that yeah <laughs> it was just a great moment that's awesome Mikey? I still haven't figured out a third. I'm not sure about a third either yet. I've got one and two, and they're in order. No, mine are um, not. It was in the 80s, and I used to only see my uh, my father's side of the family once a year, mm-hmm. and it was for Christmas, and we don't even do that anymore. Mm. And I, you didn't really expect to get many gifts. It was just like a couple from your um, from my grandparents, and usually that was about it. Maybe an aunt or an uncle here would get you a little something Mm. and randomly my uncle and my godmother bought me this awesome red uh remote control buggy yeah unbelievable that was like my first real remote control it didn't have the wire or you didn't have to like reverse to make it turn like this one like was (laughs) legit 
That was awesome. And I, it still kind of blows my mind because that was the only time I saw that uncle. I don't even, I'm not even in contact with that uh, yep. godmother. <laughs> but it was, it was like a really sweet surprise. Yeah. So that was cool. And then my number two would be in the 90s. I, again, I was still really into remote control vehicles. And I wanted, um, it was a super Blackfoot. And it was it was a kit. It was like the one you had to make. You yep. had to buy your own uh, electronics to make it run. Cool. I wanted it so bad. And my mom even told me, and I know she was she wasn't lying to me. She's like, you know, I wanted to buy you the super blackfoot, but they're they're just all sold out. I yeah. can't get it. There was only one um hobby place, you know, you didn't mm-hmm. buy stuff on the internet mm-hmm. back then, and he was sold out, he couldn't get it. So Christmas time, I'm at the house opening up all my gifts. I didn't get it. And then I think the next day we went to my grandparents on the Cape who we see quite often. Well, apparently sometime in between the hobby shop had called my mother up and he had gotten one more in. So she had went and got it, but she wrapped it up and she brought it to my grandmother's house. So I'm at my grandmother's house. And again, I'm not expecting anything crazy. And there is a box that is like three feet long, humongous. I'm like, what could that be? (laughs) Open it up. It's a super Blackfoot. Freaked out. Luckily, we spent the next couple days at the house because I actually built the truck at my grandmother's house. Put it together. That was awesome. I had that for quite a while. I had it for quite a while until I broke it. (laughs) I'll try and think of a third. uh, Yeah, I know. I have two right now, but I'm having a hard time with the third one, too. Like, I feel like there's all there's so many like foggy ones that I'm not sure. Like, did I get it for Christmas or my birthday? I don't remember. One of which was, well, I talked about in the video game nostalgia episode when we got the Nintendo Mm -hmm. uh, and we got the pack that had the robot and everything. And uh, I got all that from my grandma. And that was that was a huge deal because it was our first like major console. Like, whoa, it's such a step up from Atari. That was a big deal. And then <laughs> uh, I wanted it so bad. It sounds funny now because my gifts are so less manly than you guys. <laughs> like you're like you're like trucks and go kart and rah, rah. Um, one of my favorite things I ever got because I wanted it so so bad was Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, I had one. <laughs> yeah, I was so freaking excited when I got Teddy Ruxpin. Granted. After that, I went through about six or seven of them because my brother kept breaking them in one way or another. You have to have, like, the nose just falls yep. off and yeah. <laughs> it tries yeah. to talk and it's just goofy. Like I it. went through so many Teddy Ruxpins, but God, I love that yeah. thing. Yeah. It was awesome. I can't think of any others, though. Oh, wow. I'm thinking, like, I don't remember if I got the Hall of Justice for my birthday or for Christmas, but we never really got play sets. Mm-hmm. It was not something that my parents wanted to spend their money on. But when we got the Hall of Justice, we only had two play sets our whole time growing up. I got the Hall of Justice at one point, and uh, we had Castle Grayskull. Cool. But when we got the Hall of Justice, or when I got it, I was like, <laughs> so <laughs> it was the first version of Geek Gen HQ. <laughs> no third. Yeah, no third. Nothing. Again, I, I think I want to say it was a bike, but I'm pretty sure I got that for my birthday. Yeah. All right. Well, not easy, huh? It's not easy. Well, after a while, I think after that remote control truck, I never really asked for anything big again after mm-hmm. that. It was always little things like a movie, you know, a video game. I don't know. All the best gifts are the things where people pay attention, I think. Like, as corny as it sounds, mm-hmm. just the little thing of Mikey getting the searching out that freaking Enterprise just because of one comment I made. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. I love that. That's the stuff that's like mm-hmm. wicked cool. Just those little, little tiny things. It's effort, man. It's all about effort. 
How often did you guys try and track down your Christmas gifts when you were a kid? Like, when did you stop looking? For I all your never gifts? want. I would. I would look for them. Uh, like I. I just want to know where they were. I didn't want to know what they were. Oh, I knew everything. Oh, I didn't want to. <laughs> I. I, I wanted the the mystery and the surprise. I like that aspect of Christmas. I always. I, I have. still struggle with it. Yeah. <laughs> I never once went looking for them. Really. Holy cow. I want to say never. I, I never will because I was always terrified that I would see and know see something and know what it was. I yeah. hate being I love surprises. Yeah. That's really? that was part oh, of the yeah. part of what you look forward to on Christmas. Even though I know Heather bought gifts for me this year. Like uh, the gifts are in the closet. Yeah. They're right there. I know they're right there, but I will not even look into that corner of the closet when I walk <laughs> oh, in. I was probably like 13 when I finally stopped looking for and finding my gifts. Yeah. I was so bad. <laughs> One year, my mom, um, it was for PlayStation. It was a game called IndyCar. That was like the racing game that came out that year. It was supposed to be absolutely insane. I mean, it was, it was actually pretty crappy. Yeah. No, wait, <laughs> looking back, no, was it uh, sucked. <laughs> it was Sega. Oh, okay. It was Sega. Because remember when they came out with Sega, was it Sega 32? Yep. You had to like plug yeah, that on the top. X, yeah. Yeah. And then you put the game in. Yep. And when I found the game I had asked for it, I noticed it was Sega 32 mm. because they had two versions of the game. They had oh, the 32 okay. and they had the regular. And I'm like, so I like later on that day or the next day, I'm like, hey, my, you know, <laughs> that game that I put on there that <laughs> the uh, Sega IndyCar Make sure you get it the regular version, not the 32. <laughs> she never went back and returned it. Oh, so I had the 32. So I had to, um, I couldn't believe it. I actually remember this. I had to go back to the mall. Was it GameStop back then? Uh, Electronic was it EB? Boutique. Yeah, Electronic EB. Boutique. Yeah, exactly. I went in there and I returned it. And I had to pay cash to get it the regular version. Wow. That game went for $92 back Whoa. then. Wow. Yeah. Yep. That's insane. Yep. Wow. And Were there a lot of the games like that? No. Like being a kid, I never knew what the Nintendo games retailed at. Yeah, I, never really I would go into Toys R Us and look at them, but never really looked at the price. Right. Were they right on track with where things are today? Were they like 30, 40 bucks then? Or were they really that expensive? I think they were cheaper. Yeah, normally they were, well, I mean, they were probably around maybe $40. This game, though, was, that was the game of the year. If yeah. you were into racing, that's mm. the one you wanted. And then I remember I played it for a while. It was a lot of fun because you could crash and it would show damage. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, you couldn't drive with damage. It would just show you car yeah. exploding. Yeah. But I remember I ended up letting some kid borrow it and he never gave it back. Oh. He told me it was stolen. His house got broken into. I'm like, really? I had a friend yeah, borrow a game that. and then sell the game to another friend. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Excite Bike 64. Oh, <laughs> played Excite it for bike. about a week. Let my buddy borrow it. Never got it back. It turned out he sold it to another kid. That's bull, man. <laughs> I had someone literally tell me that I'd lent them a movie and they're just like, I'm keeping it. They just wow. told me that. Just flat out, I'm keeping it. Wow. It was X-Men. <laughs> I was like, wow. That's so wow. wrong. That's, Why would that you is. And it was, and it was like, so they had no, there was no fear of retaliation. No. And it's wow. not like we weren't kids anymore either. Yeah. And it wasn't someone no. who that was that close to. It was someone I worked with and they were like, I'm keeping it. Holy crap. <laughs> I know. I would have been like, I'm slashing your tires. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck getting home tonight. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, we should probably wrap up. Yeah. We're about at the hour. So final thoughts or something you want to plug? Mike Volpe. 
Uh, you can go to uh, revitalizepro.co. Use the code GOGEEK and you get 15% off your order of protein. And you're going to need that for all those resolutions new, going right. into the new, new year. Year's is coming. That's right. Mikey? Nothing to plug. Just want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Ditto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas to everybody. Um, go to thegeekgeneration.com as always. Again, please rate the show and write a review on iTunes. We appreciate that. Any questions, comments, insults, or topics you would like us to discuss on a future episode can be emailed to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com or sent to at geekgeneration on Twitter, or you can leave a voicemail at 508-316-9787. As always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy with a little Christmas bell altercation by myself. A uh, link to their site can also be found on our site. So uh, we will see you guys next week for the very end of 2012, as it will come out on December 31st, which is pretty crazy. But in the meantime, have a great holiday season. Merry Christmas to everybody that celebrates it. And uh, we will see you guys later. See you. Bye. Make it so.